The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation about direct primary care with a huge thought leader that many of you know on Twitter as Pop Health Chick. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Kat Quinn, healthcare startup consultant and owner of Sheep Guru. Kat, welcome to the show. Hello, Joe. Thank you for having me today. I'm pretty excited to be able to share my knowledge on the direct primary care market. I can't wait. You've been leading me with breadcrumbs so far, so we had to get you on the show to let everybody know just what's going on. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. My name's Kat Quinn, and I have an MBA in health informatics. I'm really an advocate for increasing the satisfaction of both doctors and patients through innovative healthcare models, the newest one being direct primary care, also known as DPC and the Twitter world. I've been helping new doctors and those recently converted to DPC smoothly transition into their new model by providing many different services, all based on the immediate needs of the doctor. I truly believe that free market primary care could be a large component in reducing the total cost of healthcare across the healthcare continuum. My mission is to bridge the gap between doctors and patients by educating and increasing awareness about one of the hottest upcoming trends in healthcare, which is direct primary care. Outstanding. Before we go any further and before we get into the real discussion <laughs> on direct primary care, tell us about Sheep Guru. What do you guys do? Sheep Guru is a startup company for startups. We offer business solutions that range from software design development, web design, business development, strategic marketing, marketing, branding, social media, digital marketing, PR, just anything that a digital health or direct primary care doctor would need to launch their startup successfully. Perfect. Well, several weeks ago, we were both on a tweet chat. I can't remember exactly which one. And that was when you introduced me to the concept of direct primary care or DPC. Tell our audience what direct primary care is. Well, first of all, that was Cario Chat, and I just have to mention that Cario Chat is probably one of the coolest chats on Twitter right now. Everyone involved is either a healthcare leader, healthcare professional, or an, a healthcare advocate. So it's a great place for everyone to engage and learn from. And that's where I've been using social media to educate not only the B2B side to things, but also the B2B which is the health consumer or patient. And what I've been sharing with them is that direct primary care is the free market's response to the ever-increasing cost of health care. Currently, doctors are constantly being bogged down with too much paperwork and red tape 
that effectively prevents the doctors from spending as much time with patients as they would like. Direct primary care seeks to reduce the cost of healthcare by offering membership-based primary care and eliminating the paperwork and bureaucracy commonly found in the current system. Hopefully, in the near future, insurance providers will be offering premiums, discounts for patients that choose to pay for their own primary care. One example of the type of paperwork and red tape I'm referring to comes in the form of reimbursements from the fee-for-service payment model. Doctors commonly are only able to spend five distracted minutes with a patient due to the fact that they need to enter the patient's personal health information into the EMR using the new ICD-10 codes that just rolled out October 1st in order to get paid from third-party payers for their time spent with the patient. This inefficiency is ultimately handed down to the patient who pays for it with their health. Reducing the amount of paperwork, cutting out the middleman, and putting healthcare back in the hands of the doctor is what direct primary care is all about. DPC doesn't just provide better health care to the patient, it also increases operational efficiencies. It also increases operational efficiencies, ROI, which is the return on investment, and doctor patient satisfaction. DPC practices are modern and use a hybrid approach to healthcare delivery. Most DPC doctors utilize a combination of in-office visits, secure HIPAA compliant telemedicine, and mobile health. And sometimes they even make house calls, kind of like a throwback to old school medicine. Outstanding. And another key component of DPC is that most people pay cash for that. Is that correct? Yes, it is a membership-based payment model. Therefore, they pay a monthly fee averaging from $50 to $100. It just depends on the age group. So, of course, the child could be around 20 bucks a month for the membership, whereas a person in their 40s would be around, say, 50 to 70, and then maybe an older person that uses Medicare senior citizen would be about 85 to 100 because they utilize healthcare more than, say, someone in their 30s. How is the market differentiating between DPC and concierge medicine? People ask that all the time. What's the difference between direct primary care and concierge care? The main difference is obviously the membership price. With concierge, it's a little bit more expensive. That's why they think it's more exclusive and for, you know, the upper class, which is, I guess, kind of true compared to the direct primary care model where the average membership costs, it's under $100, whereas the concierge membership price could be about $200. But what is the difference? It has to do with Medicare, actually. So concierge still accepts Medicare, even though they're free market. That's the main difference that I've seen besides the price. Interesting. So. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Kat, are there, so, are there other go-to-market strategies that are developing as a result of all the problems that you talked about that have created direct primary care? Well, one of the main market strategies that I'm seeing is that we have to get the employers involved because by getting the employers involved, then they have their employees involved as well because they're the ones who need to get the health care and insurance that they need, which this comes in the form of benefit health plans. So one of the biggest go-to market strategies is offering employers alternative benefit health plans that include the DPC model. 
a great example of this is Simplify Benefits, launched in 2015 to meet the growing demand from self-funded employers who need to offer the most comprehensive benefit health plans at the lowest cost for their employees. Awesome. What are some of the challenges providers are having that are causing them to switch to DPC and other practice models like concierge medicine or others? One of the biggest drivers is the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. While the ACA covers some very important topics, it has also greatly increased the amount of bureaucracy, paperwork, and red tape involved with healthcare delivery. I keep on hearing from doctors that the main reason they are switching to DPC is they are realizing being part of an accountable care organization just causes way too much burnout because of all the paperwork and red tape and all the requirements that they have to meet in order to get reimbursed from the ACO program. Yeah, Interesting. That's a great fact to share. Thank you for that. What are some of the challenges for a provider once they decide to go DPC? Well, this last summer and this past year, I've been spending my time interviewing DPC doctors. And one of the things I found their main challenges is obviously negotiating state laws and policies on insurance. According to AAFP, patients cannot use HSAs, which is a health savings account. And you can think of it as a medical savings account that is tax-free. So patients cannot use their HSA to pay for premiums under existing tax law, which is precluded a many from choosing the DPC model. Senator Bill Cassidy has introduced the Primary Care Enhancement Act of 2015, which states, this legislation removes a legal barrier that prevents patients with HSAs from entering into a DPC arrangement with family physicians and other primary care providers. The letter reads, the bill also provides an avenue for patients who have HSAs as well as patients enrolled in Medicare to more easily have available themselves the services through the DPC model. The second challenge for any startup is funding viability. So there are many avenues to funding through personal loans, SBA loans, and credit cards, which I would not advise because of interest rates, but there's also lines of credit, and then there's cashing in mutual funds or other financial vehicles and sometimes investors that can help out. So that's the second challenge. And then Another challenge that I see, and it's a big concern that we're all talking about right now, is the whole business development side to direct primary care. So what's happening here is the doctors are doctors, they're not businessmen. So they may have big dreams to DPC, but where do they begin? Luckily, many DPC pioneers offer reliable resources to guide them into launching their practice on a bootstrap budget, especially for freshly minted doctors. There's Atlas MD and the American Academy of Family Physicians, the AAFP, and other resources that are reliable that can guide you. I offer a mentor-driven incubator program that provides funding and support for DPC doctors to launch their practice. Doctor entrepreneurs need a lot of business advice and direction because med schools didn't teach the business side of practicing medicine. So my job is to connect them to the resources and networks they need, like Atlas MD, who is the leading DPC pioneer helping doctors enter the DPC marketplace on a bootstrap budget. 
AtlasMD offers advice, resources, tools, and software solutions to help a private practice launch successfully. Then there's the AAFP's DPC Toolkit that guides a DPC doctor through all the business development steps to success. And those are, yeah, those are the three challenges that I see. Perfect. With that, Intrepid Healthcare will return with our guest, Kat Quinn, after this quick break. We'll be right back. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world-class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website at www.ctghs.com. And we're back. Talking DPC with Kat Quinn, healthcare startup consultant and owner of Sheep Guru. Kat, how does DPC impact patients? The best way to describe the way DPC impacts patients is to imagine a world where the patient's health is the primary focus of healthcare and not what insurance they have. DPC's primary focus is the patient, not paperwork which that's what we see with the ACOs. With ACOs, doctors spend the majority of their time doing paperwork and only five minutes with the patient. Due to the decreased administrative overhead of DPC, doctors are finding they have an average of 30 minutes to spend with each patient versus five minutes at an ACO. This means the doctor is actually able to focus on wellness care and not simply sick care and a quick pill solution. The patient or healthcare consumer can lower their health care costs by getting a DPC membership with a catastrophic insurance plan for emergencies and unexpected illnesses and investing in a tax-advantaged medical savings account known as a HSA that is available for taxpayers who are enrolled in high-deductible health plans. And one of the most profound aspects of DPC is how it empowers the patient and can cause them to take a more proactive role in self-care. Many DPC practices encourage this by offering value-added services such as yoga, meditation, qigong, reiki, massages, and even nutrition classes. DPC is about lifestyle medicine, or better known as whole person medicine. It's the new era in healthcare. Awesome. (laughs) So many great facts in there. I want to make sure I got one that I heard it right. So physicians in a DPC practice average the ability to... Spend 30 minutes with a patient versus five minutes in an ACO model. Yes. Wow, isn't that fabulous? Yes. What that means is the whole point of the ACO was to reduce cost by having the doctor perform metrics to optimize the patient's health outcomes. But what's happening that I see is with all the paperwork and red tape, and ACOs, they don't have time to do the part that the Affordable Care Act wants them to do, which is improve the overall community's health. 
Right. And they're not able to do that because they're too busy doing paperwork. This is where direct primary care comes in. They're actually able to do that part. So it kind of makes sense that they need to be part of the Affordable Care Act because they're actually delivering what this whole Affordable Care Act is about, which is cost containment by reducing overhead costs through inefficiencies within the operations and clinical workflow. And direct primary care allows this to happen because now they're able to spend that 30 minutes plus with that patient to not only provide solutions if they have some kind of illness or disease that they need to manage and control, but they also get to teach the patient about wellness care on how to take care of themselves through living a healthy lifestyle. Therefore, this will reduce the overall health care costs throughout the whole system for everybody, for all stakeholders. It's kind of like population health management, which is the big buzzword now. Outstanding. Yeah. What's next for direct primary care, Cat? What's coming up in the next six months? Well, what I see is the next six months will bring a close to a year of building market awareness to the DPC space that happened in 2015. It was a great year for building market awareness. 2016 will likely see a big boom with DPC practices popping up across the country. While DPC is in its infancy, we're at the dawn of a new era in healthcare delivery. Kat, you've taught us so much, but we're running up against the clock here. Before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about direct primary care and more about Sheep Guru? As I mentioned before, there's Atlas MD and AAFP, and there's also myself. So you can go visit my website at sheepguru.com, and you can go to my Contact Us page and email me with any questions. And you can also visit my LinkedIn profile, which is LinkedIn slash IN slash pop health chick. And then there's my Twitter handle, pop health chick. And there's also my DPC handle on Twitter, which is DPC startup chat, where all people can come and share their stories, whether you're the DPC doctor starting up or a DPC health IT launching software to help the doctor or your healthcare advocate wanting to learn more about free market healthcare. The DPC startup chat Twitter handle is a great place to start, and you can go from there and learn a lot. It'll point you into the right directions. Kat, it was so great to have you. Thanks for stopping by, for imparting all your great knowledge. We look forward to having you again soon. Thank you so much, Joe. This was great, and I hope that 2016 will be the year where we all can enjoy this direct primary care model, that it becomes more recognized in the healthcare marketplace and media. And it just needs more exposure. But I think that's happening now through all the conferences and events that have happened so far in the healthcare industry, all the doctors, and there's a lot of buzz going about it. So we should see 2016 as the year for the health consumer to enjoy real healthcare. And DPC, direct primary care, puts the patient back in the driver's seat of their own health and wellness. You heard it here first. We'll definitely bring Kat back to keep us apprised of all the progress in this journey. But for now, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Kat Quinn, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. (laughs) 